Welcome and good morning. It is November 18th, 2023. You are listening to All Out Law. I'm your host, Attorney Kyle Wyatt of Wyatt Law Associates and Freedom Traffic Law, located at 2847 South Inger Mill Road, Unit C101, Springfield Mo. open Monday through Friday, handling all of your family law and traffic law needs. And can you believe it is, uh, what, five days away from uh, Thanksgiving, five, six days. So, uh, we are, um, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, uh, last segment of the show, the interesting story about, uh, Thanksgiving tradition. I thought I would share with you, uh, to, uh, to begin the, uh, this holiday festivities, uh, for this year. But, uh, before we get to, to some of that so on the dock, it would be, uh, some interesting things are, are, are popping up. I don't know if you, how many of you caught, uh, speaker uh, of the House, Mike Johnson, uh, finally getting a, a speaker to, to do some of the things that uh, Republicans have been demanding, wanting, uh, requiring of its leadership to do, and uh, and that is to begin uh, shedding some light on the uh, so-called insurrection of January six. Yeah, you know it is the this is the left's. Little pet. I mean, they love January six. I that is something that they hold on to. They 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 nurture it. They embrace it. It is precious to them because it is their one thing that they they believe they can hold on to to try to convince voters that look these crazy maniac Republicans who are part of the insurrection and 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 they and they they developed it so well i mean the media obviously when you have a a huge enterprise such as mainstream media who will pick up the banner and and, and the talking points that you want so bad uh to be spread to all the constituents out there to spread the narrative that this was an insurrection this was a an attempt to overthrow the government with no weapons of course but yet so many people believe it i mean if you ask any average common person out there who may not be plugged in like you and I are uh, about January 6th, they would say, ah, that was, that was Trump. And, 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 and they try to t- stop the election. They tried to overthrow the government because that's the narrative. We watch uh, at home. Uh, Catherine, and I watch on uh, Apple TV plus uh, a, uh, a show called uh, The Morning Show with, with uh, Jennifer Aniston and, and Reese Witherspoons. And obviously anything from Hollywood is, is, is going to be left-leaning, uh, and this is, I mean, they're off the cliff left. Uh, this, uh, the, I believe it's third season. I mean, every, every possible uh, uh, calling card of the left uh, that you could imagine they, they had, you know, when uh, the Supreme Court came down with uh, Jackson uh, to overturn uh, Roe v. Wade, they you know, made a big episode about that and made about big things about January 6th and oh, how horrible it was. And I can't believe, you know, anyone who'd be a part of that, I, I can't be associated with just horrible, 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 horrible stuff. And that's a narrative. They've been very successful at that. Well, House Republicans, under the guidance of Speaker Mike Johnson's reported, began posting the January 6th videos online yesterday. The first wave of the promised 40,000 plus hours... Uh, are now going to be available to the public. That means you and I. 
Uh, maybe we can post a link of, uh, of some of those videos on our, our uh, show, uh, show notes. But the, the first uh, tranche of, of roughly 90 hours of footage uh, was released yesterday via the Committee on House Administration. And the rollout will continue over the next several months. Like Johnson stated that when he ran for speaker, I promised to make accessible to the American people the 44,000 hours of video from Capitol Hill security taken on January 6th. And you know why the left does not want that? It defeats the narrative. All right, so when we were watching this um, uh, morning show on, on the Apple TV, the images they showed, oh, and I loved it. Um, so they're they're doing a flashback to January 6th. Got, you know, one of the, the reporters are there covering it. You know, uh, with her with her camera, you know, seeing the violence that's going on, and 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 what they did, the producers there of the show, what they did is, they um they they, they in the background they had Trump's speech playing in the background. You know, you hear Trump's voice throughout the the violence. There was fighting. There was punches. There was body blows, and there was you know throwing of, of police officers, and and it was just ma'am hear Trump's voice through it all. I just laughed. This is how the left, I mean, this is what they believe. This is, it's just in their core. If you try to present footage or, or information or evidence that would refute that, that it would, it would just, they wouldn't accept, they couldn't accept it. It's against their programming. Truth and transparency, Johnson went on, are critical. Today, we will begin immediately posting video on a public website and move as quickly as possible to add to the website nearly all of the footage, more than 40,000 hours. The Democrats would never do that, would they? You know, they talk about wanting to have transparency. You know, Biden said this is going to be the most transparent administration in history. Of course, lies. There's nothing close to that. The man doesn't even do press briefings can't doesn't have the ability to in the meantime public viewing room will ensure that every citizen can view every minute of the videos uncensored in announcing website johnson said videos will be added over the weekend the decision will provide millions of americans criminal defendants public interest organizations and the media an ability to see for themselves what happened that day rather than having to rely upon the interpretation of a small group of government officials and that's what it is it's interpretation here's what we want to show you you remember when when, when tucker carlson uh, sent out those videos and you saw uh, capitol police escorting just uh, politely escorting some of these folks remember the guy with the with the, the horns the battle horns whatever it was Here's the Senate chamber. Enjoy yourself. The left was going crazy. The Democrats were going crazy. Visually, Tucker Carlson's termination of Fox News. How dare you expose the truth? Don't you know that's dangerous? Don't you know that's going to set the, the wrong tone? People are going to think this is okay. Meanwhile, just this week, just this week, we had hundreds of thousands of those protesting there in D.C. trying to break down the gates of the White House, trying to break into the, the, the DNC building. Insurrection. But you won't hear that word, will you? No, because it's one of them. It's one of their peoples. One of their peeps. You can't call that insurrection. Also, faces of the private citizens will be blurred to avoid any persons from being targeted for retaliation, Speaker Johnson said. And another 5% of the footage will be redacted to protect capital security interests. The release comes after Johnson passed a continuing resolution with bipartisan support. Yeah, blah, 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 about the, 
of funding, which I hope and I pray we're going to give him a chance to live up to what he said he's going to do. But if it's more of the same, you're going to see Republicans there in the House. All right, let's do it again. Let's find someone who will finally do the job of the people. Doing what he said would do is good, Representative Chip Roy of Texas stated. Congress is also making the videos available via appointment on viewing terminals. Prior access will be given to members of Congress, defendants charged with crimes related to January 6th, and their counsel and individuals who were physically harmed on January 6th at the United States Capitol and the Council of U.S. News Outlets, not limited to press accreditation, nonprofit, yet. Yeah, McCarthy rebuffed calls to release the full tranche of videos, instead electing to limit the viewing to some media members, including Tucker Carlson, legal defendants of certain groups, but only in the Capitol. So, Mike Johnson, whatever you may think, at least this is a step to the right direction. we got Benny, on, Benny from Stratford on the line. Benny, are you still with us? Yes. Good morning. Thank you. I apologize to move you off the January 6th topic because I do believe it's important. I believe it's important to dis- to continue to talk about the corruption in our legal system. But I wanted to know if you had noticed that we no longer have debates between the Republican and Democrat candidates for president. The Republicans are pretending to have a... Um, debates. Trump's out doing rallies and he's winning in the polls even though Republicans are pretending to do debates. But the Democrats are appointing someone. The Democrat National Committee is appointing the person they want to be president. That person no longer debates. That person is no longer going to debate with the Republican candidate. They're just and they're convinced that they're going to win again. Absolutely. We, we, we are no America. We saw the same thing happen um, in, uh, was it Nevada? The, the Senate race, uh, where the Democrat opponent uh, refused to debate her Republican challenger. Well, and Arizona. And she won. And she Hobbs won. wouldn't. <laughs> Katie Hobbs wouldn't debate with Carrie Lake. That's what I mean. So Arizona, yes, Arizona. Yeah, she. The, it, it was a good strategy, wasn't it? Because she knew she couldn't yeah. beat Carrie Lake in, in a debate. Um, and so, uh, but it was it was successful. I wouldn't be surprised, Benny. I, I think you might be very honest with him. And I think Trump is is kind of hurting the argument now because when Biden refuses to debate him, Biden goes, "Well, you you refuse to debate these other you know Republicans, so why should I you know debate you?" I think the only difference, though, and hopefully uh, the polls will show it, Trump is up by 40, 50 points. I don't, I do not foresee a scenario where Biden can can boast such a such a lead that that lead to him not to uh, to debate. But I appreciate the call, Benny. We got to take our first break of the hour. You got any questions, comments? Feel free to give us a call here in the studio at four four seven five seven four three. Welcome back. You're listening to All Out Law, our Thanksgiving holiday special. We got uh, Corbin. Nothing says Thanksgiving like Corbin from Springfield. How you doing? Yeah, doing good, Kyle. Uh, you, you know, uh, you know, you, you and Benny there were talking about the debates and things like that. Um, the Trump doesn't have to debate. 
we know what the man can do. I mean, I mean, what, what what's he going to do? Get up on their stage, say, "Hey, remember what I did four years ago? Going to do it again." Right. I mean, I mean, what else does he have to say? And the you know, he was talking about uh, about Biden and and you know about about who, who's going to uh, you know the DNC actually putting the candidate in there. You know, just kind of like they, they they did Hillary at the end of the day. Um, let's take a look at Biden. The man, I mean, yeah, okay, he's ignorant as hell. Let's let's go ahead and let's just go ahead and get that fact out there, okay? Now, he believes in his heart that he is as loved as Barack <laughs> Obama was. As, and it, it, it's that ego that he's got that's going to make him run. It, and I can tell you right now, even if the DNC removed him, I mean, the only way you're going to get Biden not to run is you're going to have to have Hillary killing, okay? And I'm, I'm sure that's probably on the table right now. But, you know, Biden's going to run again. He, he He's already said it. He's said it a million times. The only hope that we really have is that we impeach Biden. And in all honesty, I don't think we should. Let's, let's, let's get him up there. I mean... Look, look what the man's done. What's he, what's he going to run on? Bidenomics? Peace in the Middle East? I mean, you know, a secure border? Is that what he's going to run on? Even though you got Mayorkas getting up there saying the border is secure, the border is secure, um, and we think that most of the terrorists that came into the country, they already left. They basically went to Florida or New Orleans or something, had a good time, and they've already left. They've already gone home. But Biden's going to run again, guys. You, oh. you know, you know, don't, you know, don't come up with these wild theories that you know Gavin Newsom's going to run or something else like that. It's going to be Biden. It has to be Biden. And whenever that happens, you better get ready. We're going to have forty-five. Forty-five is going to be forty-seven. Yep. It's going to be great. I appreciate. It. Have a Thanksgiving, buddy. Uh, we had a text question in. Uh, what do you exactly call the January? I got what I call is, is, is a protest. What do, what do you call what's been happening in, in Washington D.C. right now? What do you call when you when you saw the people uh, storming the, uh, the 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 Capitol there in, in Nashville? What, what was that? Was that an insurrection against Tennessee? No, you call that protest. Should it happen? Absolutely not. You know we are above that, and that's what President Trump was telling them to, to, to peacefully and patriotically. Stand out there and show Congress that you're all in one solidarity voice against it. I do not underestimate the left's ability to manufacture a lot of this stuff. We already know the FBI has sent people out there to stir up the crowd. That that is that is that that's not even being disputed. Not even being disputed. FBI agents out there rallying up people, and we already know the Antifa was out there as well. So don't. Clutch your pearls like, oh, this is horrible. When the left does this and does this far worse, mostly peaceful protests as cities are burning up behind you. Don't even try to call this. It's not an insurrection. Not. 1776, that was an insurrection. We got little Ron on the line. Ron, what say you? Good morning, Kyle. Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving. You going to eat any turkey uh, on Thursday? 
Yeah, I probably will. Good deal. All right. What do you got, Lib? Uh, well, you didn't see the angry mob busting out the Capitol. No, we did. We saw there. Yes, but how many? God, Ron. You didn't you, see all the Trump. Did you? Flag. Did you see all the? Did you see all the people just walking peacefully in there, walking around the hallways? Did you see any of that, Ron? So those people who are walking around, not causing trouble, not causing damage. Do you know some of those people are in, in jail still? But Paul, what? You didn't, you didn't see the people batting, busting up the windows and and batting, ramming the doors and fighting the police and you didn't see, and that Holland hanging Mike Pence. You didn't yeah. see any of that. Did you see any of the, the? Did you see a woman unarmed getting killed by Capitol Police? Did you see? Yeah, that? she was warned. Everybody saw the gun. Uh-huh, and, she so she had, it, she had it coming, Ron. Is that right? I'm sorry she got shot. Okay, she had it, it coming. This, this, these people were trying to bust in and get out. How the, dare you the, stand up against your government? Uh, we'll show you. Did you see, did you see the senators? You probably the were cheering on the communists in China in Timonim Square. Remember that guy who was standing in front of the tank back there? What was it, 1991? Did you see him running for the Did you see Mike Pence hiding in the basement? You know, did you see any of that, Kyle? What difference does that make? It doesn't. It doesn't change the fact. It does not change the fact of a, an insurrection. You will have weapons of war. You will have a a, a strategy of takeover. This, this was a, this was a protest. This was a planned out attack. Really? This was this was Donald Trump trying oh, to hold on to people. Right. You know, wasn't it you? Wasn't it you who said President Trump will not leave the office? He will have to be dragged out of the office. Don't you remember that? Do you remember that you thought that that there were going to, have to be armed security to drag President Trump out of the White House? That never happened, did it? He walked out on his own, didn't he? Yeah, after he. You after were wrong. He had to. You were wrong. No, he didn't have to. He could have done exactly what you said yes, he was going to do. He was going to get his generals together, get his military together, and and, and, and fight. That's what he was going to do. Do what? He lost the election, Kyle, and he tried to hold on to power. He didn't peacefully come over. Did you hear about the fake electors and all that? All the what? Fake electors. They, they had a whole plan. It was an orchestrated plan. All right. Trump told people to go down to the Capitol. Mm-hmm. He watched. He, he had fun watching it. Yeah. He didn't even, they begged him to stop the, the, the mob, and he wouldn't. So I would assume you were absolutely aghast when Senator Chuck Schumer was on the steps of the Supreme Court warning the Supreme Court justices that we're going to have people to come down there and hurt them. Chuck Schumer did most this thing. Mm-hmm. He told him, watch out, ju- watch out, Justice Kavanaugh. You're unleashing a hurricane against you. Remember that? He meant a political hurricane, Kyle. Oh, did he? he? Did, he why, so why do you get to pick and choose, Ron? Why do you get to say, well, when we do it, it's just metaphorical. But when you do it, it's for real. Why, what? He was upset. He was upset because they overturned every way. Oh, okay. And and you did. It didn't unleash a whirlwind. You lost the midterms because of it. Who's in power of the House of Representatives, Ron? Oh, that's right, Republicans. So we didn't lose. We didn't lose Jack. We didn't lose Jack. You are losing. And and Joe Biden's the incumbent. I don't. You guys, I don't. You you don't seem to know how it works. 
Yeah. Well, wasn't Trump well, the incumbent? Joe Biden, well, he's not the incumbent. Wasn't he? Thanks. Wasn't he in 2020 the, 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 the incumbent? What's your point? Well, you, you guys are talking like Joe Biden. He's going to, well, yeah, he's the incumbent. He's the guy. Yeah, he's the guy. That, he doesn't, he doesn't know he's the guy. He doesn't know where he is half the time. Look, you know, there's going to be a trial, and Trump's the main guy, so he's going to be front and center. Let's hope so. Let's hope so, Ron. You have a good Thanksgiving, man. Hope you eat a lot of turkey, mashed potatoes, pumpkin pie, all that good stuff. Um, when we come back at the the bottom of the hour, we're gonna we'll 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 get into um, you know, Ron is 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 talking about trials and stuff. Well, did you you know there is uh, going on uh, right now? A lawsuit in Georgia. Uh, many of you may not be maybe aware of you. No, not that one. Not that trial with uh, uh, President Trump and the uh, the RICO charges, the RICO uh, conspiracy theories there that uh, all these people were working cahoots trying to overthrow the Georgia election. No, there is a a, a different trial that's not been getting as much publicity, uh, not hardly enough publicity. And it's not about, quote unquote, it's not about per se the 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 um, the election in, in 2020. Okay, it's not it's not a, a, a trial. We we've never had a trial. No court has ever took up evidence. Never had an actual trial where we here's my here's my best evidence. Here's your best evidence. Let's, let's go mano y mano. Find out where the truth is, right? Have a, have, a, have a jury, have a judge, hear the facts, hear the evidence, make a ruling about whether or not uh, there was fraud in the in the election. We've never had that opportunity. The, the, the government would, would shut it down, would throw it out. Uh, we'd have what's called um, uh, motions for summary judgment. Motions for summary judgment is where one side says, oh, look, even if everything they said was true, um, uh, there's not enough, uh, the, the facts does not lead to what they're, they're asking for. There's, there's not, nothing there. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, it never got anywhere. Well, just this past week, um, a, um, a trial or not a trial, but a hearing most for summary judgment was, uh, taking place in, um, in Georgia, U S federal court, in Georgia, uh, concerning the electronic voting system, uh, you might know it as Dominion. When we come back from the break, we'll we'll uh, we'll dive into that um, and, uh, and get some information. You are listening to AOL. So there's a lawsuit in federal court. Actually, began back in 2017. So obviously, it had nothing to do with the 2020 election, although it. The ramifications of 2020 has uh, definitely bled into it, and um, it's past the summary judgment phase. the The state, the state of Georgia, uh, has been, you know, 2020 election was the most safe and secure election in history. They're finding it. Well, maybe it wasn't so safe after all. Uh, that's a show for a different time. Uh, but U.S. District Judge Amy Totenberg, who is a Barack Hussein Obama appointee, 
All right. So I don't want the, the left out there to think, oh, this is just another one of Trump's. Nope. This was Obama's appointee, federal judge, issued a 135-page ruling late Friday in a long-running lawsuit filed by activists who want the state to ditch its electronic voting machines in favor of hand-marked paper ballots. The state had asked the judge to rule in its favor based on arguments and facts in the case without going to trial. But Toberg found that there are material facts in dispute. Finally, finally, there's going to be there's going to be a trial, and that must be decided at trial. She set a January 9th bench trial, which means there will be no jury. But she also suggested that the two sides work together to reach a resolution. The court cannot wave a magic wand in this case to address the varied challenges to our democracy and election system in recent years, including those presented in this case. But reasonable, timely discussions of compromise in the case, coupled with prompt, informed legislative action, might certainly make a difference that benefits the parties and the public. Lawsuit was filed by several individual voters in the Coalition for Good Governance, which advocates for election security and integrity against Georgia, Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, and members of the state election board. It claims that the current configuration of the state's election system presents a threat to voters' rights to have their votes counted as cast. And they had multiple experts come testify. But the problems, there's been uh, examples of Pennsylvania where there's been problems. This is a real thing. We'll get back to that a little bit. But we got Greg from Rogersville on the line. Greg, how you doing? Pretty good, Kyle. How are you? Good. What say you? Uh, back to the so-called insurrection. If somebody was going to overthrow the government, why would they recommend National Guard troops prior to the inauguration? Nancy, the Pelosi wanted, down. Nancy Pelosi wanted exactly what happened. Exactly. And I'll go one step farther because I'm a senator of both parties. I don't trust Mitch McConnell. Oh, There's, God, no. People got to realize <laughs> this should tell tell everything, tell it all. Both sides, there's establishment Republicans, and then there's the crazy liberals that do not want Trump in there because they've got their good old boy system. They don't want anybody to rock the boat and expose all the corruption that really is because the truth be known, if somebody was to go up there and investigate, probably 70% of them would be in prison. You know, how do you go to Washington Everyone goes to Washington and leaves a millionaire. I don't know. You know, and they couldn't even run a, a lemonade stand, but yet they can go up there and somehow they're extraordinary business people. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't make sense. And then, uh, Great investment minds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're pretty sharp. Because you, you look at Joe Biden, you can tell he's, I'd want him running a big company. I mean, move over Elon Musk, let Joe Biden take over your company. But, I mean, people need to wake up. I mean, and Trump... The good Lord will, and if he wins again, see, he's wising up about last time. He's not in trust. He left a lot of the swippies in there, and I think this time gonna be, he learned from that, and he's a smart man, and I think he'll get a lot more done this time if he happens again. If he has the Congress on his side, too, you know, if we don't have that, then it's just going to be a stalemate. He's going to have that, and he's got to have actually the people that'll work with him, though, because... You have Mitch McConnell and people like that. It's trying to block everything you do because he doesn't like him. You know, he doesn't like the guy there again because he's he's exposing all the corruption. Yeah. All right. So that's all I had. Thank you. I appreciate it, Greg. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in. Have a, have a happy Thanksgiving. we got Jim from Springfield on the line. Jim, what's the you? 
Hey, Kyle. Um, listen, I just sent you another link. Um, November 16, 2023, Washington Post. Uh, John L. Sol- Sullivan, who's a known Antifa supporter, who less than two months than the um, 2020 election on his, I guess, podcast, he has said that they weren't going to wait for the election. They were going to march into the, into the White House and rip Trump out. was just convicted... For and he's also the one who filmed Ashley Babbitt being shot. He um, was convicted for inciting a riot at the Capitol. Wow. Um, yesterday on the Patrick Bet David Home Team podcast, they played the they. And you said he was like a it. known Antifa uh, uh, supporter. Yeah, yeah, he's a known Antifa supporter. How about that? And he, uh, um, they actually played the recording of him stating that they weren't waiting for the election. They were going to march into the White House and rip Trump out of the White House yesterday on Patrick Bet David's home team podcast. Wow. Yeah, yeah, they they they're 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 bold and 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 and, uh, and they got the government behind them. What 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 can't they do? What they can't they do? Appreciate that, Jim. Uh, you're always insightful on that kind of stuff. Uh, look. <laughs> Katie commented, you know, she's actually from Russia. She's like, yeah, it's turning into Russia. It is. I, you, you, what do you call it? You know, Ron gets a little joy out of it, but what do you call it when you try to prosecute your, 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 your political opponents? I mean, Vladimir Putin, I mean, he's giving bad Biden a fist bump. Like, you go, my bro. Wow, going after Trump like that? Unabashedly. You know, I, I got friends in the legal field. And look, if everyone's being honest with themselves, the, the, the cases are, uh, there's nothing there. Uh, the, the the Georgia case, uh, president has uh, the ability of freedom, what's called freedom of speech. right? There's no evidence of, 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 of collusion. There's no evidence. <clears throat> We're like I said, we're not gonna really get into a lot of it, but if you notice that uh, Sidney Powell and and and, and there's another attorney who made a deal with with Georgia, you know the the press was going crazy. Oh look, we got the first you know pleas of guilt. All right, well they they did a plea bargain, plea agreement where they 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 dropped all the felony charges against them. All why would you do that? Why would you drop all the felony charges? These are the big things. We, we, we could teach these guys a lesson. We got to teach these guys a lesson. You just you don't give them sweetheart deals like this uh, and let them just walk away. This is, this is nonsense. This is crazy. Well, see, in my world, when we ever do a litigation, whether it's a divorce or, or criminal or otherwise, you have a, the ability to do what's called discovery where the the state has to give up all of their evidence. Uh, you can't hide anything in a criminal case, and this is the criminal case. The state is not allowed to hide uh, information, hide evidence from, from, from the defendants, especially if there's evidence that uh, would prove their, their, hey, maybe you didn't do this, or any exculpatory evidence, what they call it. And I don't believe the state of Georgia is really that interested in, like, whoa, I don't know. Because, you know, there are politicians, left and right guys. They get in office, and that's all they know how to do. 
I think Greg was was hitting on that that you get some of these folks who never had a, a, a job where they were responsible for other employees, never wrote the, the front side of an employee employment check. Well, it was the back side, right? And so you get these career politicians who, who've never been out in the private world and don't have any kind of sense about them. And so they can't see the tree through the woods. And so they just, all she wanted to do was, I want to... I want to, I want to be the big dog and go after Trump and and, and I want to get the the accolades and the in the backpats and all this other stuff. And she didn't think what would actually happen hey, if I file this. Holy crap, the Trump and his attorneys all of them are going to get get be able to do discovery. Get the things that all the courts have been refusing them because they've been kicking these cases out of court. Summer judgment. Nope, you're not going to hear it. Nope, we're not going to do it. Nope, you're not going to do this. There's, there's been no evidence. There's been no ability to conduct discovery in cases because they never get far enough along. Trump's case is never going to go far enough along in Georgia, guys. It's never going to go anywhere. It just won't. Same thing with New York. Just There's nothing there. The only possible case they're going to have is be in Florida. About the uh, the use of of, of 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 confidential information, but he was the president of the United States. He had the ability to declassify things. So their strongest case is still not one that's going to go anywhere. So they're they're hanging their hats. All they're doing is just bleeding him, and, and that's fine if that was a strategy. Let's just you know death by a thousand cuts, right? Let him spend all his monies for for attorney's fees. You know, that's what they did the, the, the my pillow Mike uh, Mike Lindell. You know, bleeding him millions of dollars. We, we'll, 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 we'll learn you. Don't you dare go against the government. They're a lot bigger than you. And that's what those who are in power are scared to do, is lose power. It's been the truth from time eternal. Those in power, the only thing they ever fear is... is is the loss of that power. And Trump stands in the way of that. He's not after power. He's got all the... I mean, when you're a billionaire, seriously, I mean... He has to... Guys, you can say whatever you want. This guy has to love his country. Why else would he go through what he's doing? Would, who else would wake up every morning knowing that I'm going to get a face full of you-know-what hit every day, every day? Somebody asked that about Trump a few few days ago. He just look. I'm just I'm made differently. This is what I this is what I do. It's what I do. All right, we got to take our last break of the hour. You got any last minute questions or comments? Feel free to give us a call in the studio. But we're going to talk about the history of parting turkeys, a uh, Thanksgiving tradition. May not go back as far as you think. It might have some information you did not know. Right after this break. All right, welcome back. You're listening to AOL. Uh, Smithsonian had a, a good article about the uh, tradition of parting the turkey. How many of you have, have obviously seen at the White House where the president comes and there's a beautiful white turkey there, 
family and kids are all around and he lays his hand on the turkey and and pardons him and says you know what you don't you don't get to be in somebody's oven this year you you get to go live a long and happy life it is believed that the thanksgiving tradition of the president pardoning a turkey dates back to 1947 when president harry truman standing outside the white house was presented a holiday bird by the national turkey federation uh, but there's no evidence that Truman did anything different from his successor, uh, President Dwight D. Eisenhower, who, with his family, consumed all eight birds <laughs> that the NTF presented them. In 1963, <clears throat> President John F. Kennedy became the first president to see the word pardon use when reference to a Thanksgiving turkey. But he did not officially spare a bird in a pre-Thanksgiving th- ceremony in the Rose Garden. Kennedy simply announced that he would not eat the bird. And newspapers reported that the president had pardoned the gobbler giving him, giving to him by the California Turkey Advisory Board. Just days before that year's Thanksgiving, of course we all know, he was assassinated by his government. <clears throat> Ronald Reagan was the, uh, the first president to use the word pardon in connection with the Thanksgiving turkey in 1987 in response to media queries about whether he might pardon Lieutenant Governor Oliver North or any other figures involved in the Iran-Contra scandal, Reagan joked that if that year's turkey had not already been destined for a petting farm, I would have pardoned him. It is in fact, it was President George H.W. Bush who began the, the tradition. How about that? In 1989. So it doesn't go back as far as you and I might think. Not this guy, Bush said, when a holiday turkey was presented. He's been granted a presidential pardon as of right now, allowing him to live out his days on a farm not far from here. Bush pardoned a turkey in each remaining year of his presidency as every president since. However, the earliest known sparing of a holiday bird can be traced to 1863, when Abraham Lincoln was presented with a Christmas turkey destined for the dinner table in his young precocious son tad intervene and this is a story of tad lincoln thomas otherwise known as tad lincoln was just eight years old when he arrived in washington dc to live at the white house after his father was sworn into office in march of 1861 the youngest of four sons born to abraham and mary todd lincoln tad was born after edward eddie lincoln died in the winter of 1850 at the age of three most likely of tuberculosis, both Tad and his brother William, Willie Lincoln, were believed to have contracted typhoid fever in Washington. And while Tad recovered, Willie succumbed in February of 1862. Willie was 11 years old. With the eldest Lincoln son, Robert, away at Harvard, young Tad became the only child living at the White House. And by all accounts, the boy was indomitable, charismatic, and full of life at a time when his family and the nation were experiencing tremendous grief. Born with a cleft palate that gave him a lisp and dental impairments that made it almost impossible for him to eat solid food, Tad was easily distracted, full of energy, highly emotional, and unlike his father and brother, none too focused on academics. He had a very bad opinion of books and no opinion of discipline, wrote John Hay, Lincoln's secretary. Both Lincoln's parents, Hay observed, seemed to be content to let Tad have a good time. Devastated by the loss of Willie, and both proud and relieved of, by Robert's uh, physician's efforts at Harvard, 
The first couple gave their rambunctious young son free reign at the executive mansion. The boy was known to have sprayed dignitaries with fire hoses, burst into cabinet meetings, tried to sell some of the first couple's clothing at a yard sale on the White House lawn, and marched White House servants around the grounds like infantry. On one occasion, a politician leaving the White House told a companion he had just had an interview with a tyrant of the White House. They made it clear he was referring to Tad. Tad took it upon himself to raise money for the United States Sanitary Commission, the Civil War equivalent of the Red Cross, by charging White House guests a nickel to be introduced to his father. The president, in his office, Lincoln tolerated his son's daily interruptions until he learned what the boy was up to, and then quickly put an end to Tad's charity work. But the boy still saw commercial opportunity in the countless visitors to the White House, and it wasn't long before he had to set up a food vendor stand in the lobby, selling beef jerky and fruit for those waiting for an audience with his dad. The profits, of course, were marked for the boys' favorite relief organization. The Lincolns allowed Tad to keep two ponies in the White House stables, which he would ride while wearing a military uniform. And when the Lincolns were given two goats, not Nanko and Nanny, Tad caused quite a stir by hitching them to a chair and driving them as if on a sled through a crowded reception in the East Room hosted by the First Lady. The boys also spent a great time listening to the tales of White House visitors who would come to meet his dad. And if town found their stories particularly moving, one woman's husband was in prison, her children hungry and cold, he would insist that his father snap into immediate action. Lincoln, unwilling to disappoint his son, agreed to free one such prisoner. And when Tad returned to the woman with good news of a promised release, the two openly wept with joy together. Thanksgiving was first celebrated as a national holiday in 1863, after Abraham Lincoln's presidential proclamation, which set the date as the last Thursday in November. Because of the Civil War, however, the Confederate States of America refused to recognize Lincoln's authority, and Thanksgiving wouldn't be celebrated nationally until years after the war. It was, however, in late 1863 when the Lincolns received a live turkey for the family to feast on at Christmas. Tad, ever fond of animals, quickly adopted the bird as a pet, naming him Jack and teaching him to follow behind as he hiked around the White House grounds. On Christmas Eve, Lincoln told his son that the pet would no longer be a pet. Jack was sent here to be killed and eaten for this very Christmas, he told Tad, who answered, I can't help it. He's a good turkey. I don't want him killed. The boy argued that the bird had every right to live, and as always, President Lincoln gave in to his son, writing a reprieve for the turkey on a card and handing it to Tad. The boy kept Jack for another year, and on Election Day, 1864, Abraham Lincoln spotted the bird among soldiers who were lining up to vote. Lincoln playfully asked his son if the turkey would be voting too, and Tad answered, Oh, no, he isn't of age yet. On the night five months later when the president and the first lady went to see our American cousin at Ford's Theater, 
Twelve-year-old Tad was taken by his tutor to see Aladdin and his wonderful lamp nearby. Just minutes into the children's show, a theater official burst down the aisle, shouting that the president had been shot. The stunned silence was soon broken by the sobs of a young boy pining for his father. They've killed him, Tad cried. They've killed him. The boy was taken back to the White House and did not see his father again until Lincoln's embalmed body was displayed in the East Room ceremony, attended by General Ulysses S. Grant and the new president, Andrew Johnson. Pa is dead, Tad told the nurse. I can hardly believe that I shall never see him again. I am only Tad Lincoln now, little Tad like other little boys. I'm not a president's son now. I won't have many presents anymore. Well, I will try and be a good boy and will hope to someday to Pa and Brother Willie in heaven. Mary Todd Lincoln moved him to Chicago, where boarding schools tried to make up for his practical illiteracy. The two traveled to Germany, where Tad attempted, uh, attended school at Frankfurt. On a trip back to the United States in 1871, he became severely ill, most likely with tuberculosis, and never recovered. He was just 18. Tad Lincoln, the tyrant of the White House and the tireless advocate for turkey rights, was buried in Springfield, Illinois, by, beside his father and two brothers. So that was the very first uh, pardoning of a turkey. And I thought it was an interesting story, uh, one that we don't hear about a lot. Uh, but uh, Abraham Lincoln, who gave the United States so many great things, uh, given us the, the, the tradition of celebrating Thanksgiving on the fourth Thursday of November, um, was also the very first president to pardon a holiday turkey. I hope all of you have a fantastic Thanksgiving uh, get-together with family. And there's so much to be thankful for. we got so much turmoil going on in this country, so much turmoil going on here locally and whatnot. Uh, but there is so much to be thankful for that God has given us. And so you need to take that time and opportunity, uh, to give thanks, to be grateful for what we have. We still live in the greatest nation in the world. Uh, we still live in the most freest nation in the world. It's under attack to be sure. Uh, but as Benjamin Franklin once said, uh, we have a democracy so, so long as we, we keep it and we, and we can't keep it. It just takes all of us to do our job. And that's what we'll focus on in the next coming year is what we can do. How can you uh, get involved? How can you help assure uh, that the vision that our founders had of this country, the, the vision that Abraham Lincoln had and gave his life for, uh, will continue on way past when you and I are uh, with our maker. Guys, uh, this has been a fantastic time. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. And uh, get out there and enjoy the holiday. We'll play uh, a pre-recorded show next Thursday, Nothing Live. But until next time, stay tuned.